0: New episodes from Absurd and today we have a special guest, a story of a guest you will not uh, hear often. We have with us uh, Laïs Laraya and she's a content creator and a travel addict. But more than that, Laïs has an amazing story of a plane crash survivor and it, she turned this trauma into a, a passion for traveling. Let's welcome Laís first, hi, how are you?
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. How is it going?
1: Yeah, it's very
0: good to have you with us.
1: No, I think we're here to talk about my favorite topic, which oh, is this beautiful love story. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Hi, Karim. Hi, Kifak. <laughs> good. good. Uh, Laiz. Your story is very uh, inspiring. Uh, Usually when we go through hard times, it creates trauma for us, and we uh, obviously stop doing the things that cause us this trauma. You And we're gonna see your uh, Instagram handle, uh, so people can check your account and see how passionate you are for traveling. Tell us more about this plane crash, and how did you turn this into an amazing, a hobby and a passion
1: well i think first of all let's clarify that this was not voluntary i did not decide oh i have a trauma let me work on it and overcome it it happened to me and i think the way it happened uh, for a variety of reasons became a passion Uh, but it wasn't always easy Um, I come from a family, everybody is crazy about aviation. So when the plane crash happened and I became traumatized with it, I was one of the outsider. I I wouldn't want to be in those conversations. I did dream about having an international career. So flying will come my way um, and it didn't stop me from pursuing it. But every time I would get on a plane, I would have to take sleeping pills because I, when I got on the plane, everything in my brain told me it will crash. And as I'm sitting there, I would just wait for it to happen, and it was horrible. So I had to put myself to sleep. Um, and it was that way for 14 years. Wow. And like I said, I did nothing to heal it. Um, and Emirates happened in my life. Um, so my plane crash happened when I was 14. And when I was 28, I received a job offer to move to Dubai. And uh, it was going to be the longest flight of my life. I would be above the ocean for so long. And obviously I was nervous, but it didn't stop me. I said, I'm going to go. I just have to have more sleeping pills that will last so long, 14, 15 hours. Um, and I, my, my background is hospitality. Yeah, I, I'm actually a hotelier. And uh, I got into that plane and, uh, you know, mind you, The airlines that I used to fly with before were like, you know, the American careers (laughs) and they're not very famous for service. And as I walk into the aircraft as a a luxury hotelier, I got very distracted. The staff was so friendly and on board Emirates, yes, and smiley. And they were so beautiful with those red hats, so elegant. And back in the day, Emirates used to give warm towels in economy upon boarding. So i'm like what is happening here oh, are you okay <laughs> <laughs> um okay how do we do this if we make a mistake we just continue okay and uh, now we broke the flow um yeah like how can i get warm towels in economy class so i think that's that was my very first positive experience with flying after the accident i forgot to take my sleeping pills the, the flight was late at night and i actually fell asleep naturally uh before takeoff um and i woke up we were in the middle of the sea i did wow. not need to take sleeping pills and that was the beginning of this you know <laughs> passion. wow that's,
2: that's amazing and that was the first trip you never took any pills like from that flight onwards you stopped taking any pills
0: that's
1: right
2: Whoa. Wow. So you
0: were so fascinated by the Emirates, the service, the this uh, flight that you actually did not need to take sleeping pills.
1: Yeah, it was a distraction. Wow. I naturally fell asleep. And then from that day onwards, I said, oh, maybe I don't need the pills. Wow. So it wasn't the end of my trauma on that day. I flew other flights after that day and uh, I would get nervous and turbulence, but I would not have to get to the point that I have to drag myself to, uh, you know, uh, overcome.
0: Wow, that's, that's amazing. And the plane crash happened not with an airline. Like? No,
1: it was a private plane. Okay. Um, it was just four of us, my mom, my dad, my brother, and I. Actually, our dog was there too, uh, so it was a small plane.
0: And thank God you all survived. Yes. That's yeah, amazing. That's crazy. That's amazing. Um, it's inspiring uh, Lays because, uh, so you decided that I wanna try after this flight, uh, which I did not take any pill uh, during that uh, flight to Dubai. You decided I wanna try this on board every flight and try to overcome my, my fear, right?
1: Yeah, but, but, but it wasn't a passion and I wasn't a freak about it. And I think, um, I think the missing piece of the story is actually the A380. Um, So Back in the day, this first flight was a 777 um, and it was my first positive experience and it took a few years. It's going to be 10 years this year, so I'll say two and a half years later, um, I flew my first A380 flight. That was the flight that changed it all and I think it was a combination of factors. Uh, Obviously, now I'm more comfortable with flying, but I had received an email from Emirates uh, saying that I was very close to become Skyward Silver nice. and there is another aspect of my personality which is this gold driven yeah. uh, so I had to become this silver whatever elite <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh if it's just that yeah. much and on that when I got that email I booked a weekend trip to Bangkok um, and I flew the same day that I booked the flight mind you I'm from Brazil we don't fly internationally from Brazil on the day for the day. So for me, it felt like surreal. Wow, I, I can book a trip internationally and fly. So I think there was a combination of what that airline had an impact on helping me overcome a trauma, which was a deep emotional meaning to me. Then there's this whole goal-driven competition, I can do this, I'm (laughs) gonna be silver. And then there was also this adventurous, this thrill of, I'm booking something and I'm flying tonight. I actually went to the office on that day and told my boss, I said, can I live a little bit early because I booked a flight last night and I'm going to Bangkok today.
0: We want to hear all about this. You you do these a lot. You fly. So first of all, tell us numbers. How many flights have you uh, <laughs> uh, been on so far?
1: I don't count all the flights. I count the Emirates flights. And uh, as of this morning, I have flown 350
0: Emirates
2: flights. 350. Yes. Wow. Yes. And you think that if it wasn't for Emirates, you wouldn't be like flying this much, right? No. No. That's crazy. And I think that's very good marketing, by the way. Like, <laughs> uh, even I got promoted with, with another airlines uh, four or five months ago. Uh, I was promoted to silver. I was like, oh, I made it. Let me travel uh, much more because you get more benefits as you go. And I totally understand this because I was so I was excited. I sent you a screenshot like, wow, I got promoted. So uh, I totally get you like you want to travel more. Like, yeah, Where, where is my next destination? I do have enough miles. uh, Let me increase this number. Uh,
0: Exactly. uh, uh, Lainz, why do you, uh, so you just take flights and you go and come back. Tell us more about this. Like you literally just came back
1: (laughs) this morning. Well, right now there is a specific reason. I am chasing a number and I am on a deadline. Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the next big thing that I want to do is to reach 380. The In
0: reference to the A380. Airbus A380. Yes.
1: The A380 today, I say they are, you know, he is the love of my life. Um, so reaching 300 and native flights is very meaningful and I want to hit that on the 10th anniversary of my very first a380 flight which was the 5th of june 2013. so now i'm coming to 10 years wow. so i'm really pushing hard so now i'm on 350 we're the end of april <laughs> so <laughs> no pressure i have one month to flying to fly another 30 flights so it's not an easy target but i'm i'm, I'm committed so i'm pretty sure i can do it
0: the, the, i've probably not look i'm pa- i'm a passionate traveler. But now I consider myself an amateur compared to like, <laughs> I've never seen someone as passionate as you are about traveling, and it's it's beautiful. I mean, travel, who does not like travel? I mean, maybe very few, uh, but the way you talk about it and like this commitment to reach A380, which is very significant because like, it's your uh, 10th anniversary um, uh, for taking an A380 flight. Um Tell us a bit more about traveling experiences. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot. How many countries have you done so uh, far? You
1: see, I'm not on a chase for countries. I've been to 63, which is a reasonable number. But uh, there are places I love and I keep going back to. Yeah. Um, like I think examples are New York. Obviously, I go to Brazil a lot. Um, I love London as well. For some reason, I go to Karachi a lot, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, I, I love Egypt. Um, I love Jordan. I, I like the Middle East a lot. So uh, the places I love, I keep going back. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's not much about the you know the, the, the destinations. It, it's wow. more about you know the the stories. Wow. Um, and, and the flying experience.
2: That's uh, interesting. And do you pick your destinations based on the um, the airplane? Like if you think that this destination is going with the A380, you're going to go with this one rather than the 777?
1: Yes, I prefer. It's not always possible. Um, There are quite a few 777 destinations that get me uh, cheaper flights. Mm. Uh, Especially I'm flying premium class. Let's say um, I want to go to Colombo or I want to go to Karachi to start premium flights. And those destinations are with the 777. So I go. But obviously I prefer being in one of my boys. Which is the 380.
0: So... Tell us, so I'll ask you uh, in a bit about like some tips to give travelers, I'm sure you've got a lot, (laughs) maybe from uh, bookings to like I don't know what to pack with you, things like, could be like small uh, tricks and tips, Uh, but before that I just want to know which is like your favorite destination? Or like favorite, I would say, experience?
1: Um, I think that's the wrong question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if I really have to answer what's my favorite destination, I would say my favorite destination is the Emirates A380. Wow. I just want to be on board the plane. Um, last year on Valentine's Day, I turned around to New York. So I went to New York and back on the same plane oh, just wow. to be inside the aircraft. So I didn't go to New York. I just want it to be as many hours as possible. In the end, I think the total flying time is about 30 hours, just to be inside the plane and enjoying the world-class service and just being there.
0: This is impressive. And I'm just <laughs> like really, just to, to clarify, this is something you do on your own purely and has nothing to do with any, you know, uh, uh, sponsorships, partnerships, yeah. or anything. Just because some people might think, you know, like no. she, that's amazing. Uh, A380 is my favorite as well, but again, like now I cannot say like I'm also passionate about it yeah. because I don't do it. Like, <laughs> I
2: feel like I'm an amateur now. Uh, I'm so intrigued right now because I've never been uh, with the, the A380 and I, I told you many times I want to fly with the A380. Oh wow,
1: let's do it together. Mm, I, I'm in,
2: I'm in. Like I would, I would just fly. I just, I want to know, I want to, because I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Like it's, it's quiet, it's so comfortable. And I'm like, guys, I don't want to miss on the opportunity because a lot of airlines are not using this aircraft anymore. I think Emirates yeah, is like should. one of the only only ones still using it. So uh, hearing her talk talk about it, yeah. I, I
0: wanna I wanna try it. Yeah, and yeah, AC80 is uh, something else. Honestly, it's it's a beautiful experience. Um, and you get also to experience the
2: onboard lounge, yeah, and have a drink, and up in the skies. But it's cool. Don't you feel like sometimes, like as what you did, like going back and forth uh, from Dubai to New York? Don't you feel like you wanna visit the country, or like you don't, uh, you don't feel like doing this? You just wanna fly.
1: Well, like my thing is to fly, but obviously I I love to explore, uh, you know, destinations and I love to spend time in in the places that I like. Mm. So I keep going back to New York, for example, Uh, that in this specific occasion, I didn't get off, but I got off so many times. Right. And uh, when I do, I want to get to see new places, new restaurants, uh, never with a checklist on places to visit, but new experiences that, you know, people are talking about right. um, more than, yeah, probably the first time I go to a place, I do the checklist and I don't enjoy it as much. Um, I liked. I prefer going without an agenda and just being there and, you know, cr- create something different Spont- to do. Yeah.
2: Spontaneous, yeah. Like,
0: uh, and when you go to the destination, I follow you uh, since long time. Uh, uh, you're talking a lot about your passion for the a380 or like the aircraft itself but you also like an amazing i would say content creator for someone who follows you when you travel because you do a lot of entertaining stuff <laughs> <laughs> so she does have something called the freak challenge basically so she would post a story uh, asking the followers the- friends
1: not followers
0: Friends not followers, she insists on not calling them followers, but friends not followers and it's, it's, it's beautiful, we'll talk about this, and she asked them to challenge her to do something in this specific destination. And you do it, like no matter how crazy it was.
1: Yes, um, and, and this is the good way to explore destinations. Exactly. It's a creative way. And it, like I said, most of the times I've been there or I save a day just to do the freak challenge. Like, um, tell us
0: a challenge, a crazy challenge they I, uh, I, I
1: tell you. I don't know if it's that crazy, but it was super fun to do. For example, it was one of my first was right at the beginning of the account. Somebody challenged me to learn how to milk a cow in Switzerland. <laughs> I mean, who does that? People People visit and they go see the cheese at the Gruyere's farms and stuff like that, but know how to milk a cow. And the challenge was very specific. I had to milk it and drink it right from it. Oh no. (laughs) Uh,
2: I'm out. (laughs)
1: so yeah like the reason why it was fun i thought it was gonna be easy yeah but well the swiss culture is very closed Mm, mm, um mm. so i I found a taxi driver from portugal and we became friends we hit it off and i said hey i know it's gonna sound crazy but this is what i gotta do and we knocked we had to knock five farms until we found a swiss farmer who would agree to allow me to practice milking in one he, of his cows because they're so protective about their cows. Uh, so with that, w- like with the taxi driver, we build a connection. So I made a friend. I still have his number five years later. Oh. And uh, with the farmer who accept, he actually made a statement in front of the camera and said, "I accept the madam." Hello. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it was so sweet, and uh, like he had fun too. It was like, "Who's this crazy girl who wants to milk my cow?" So. <laughs> for him and his family is a story that I'm pretty sure he still tells. For me, it's just fascinating. And so it's just all the people involved in it is the the emotions, the relationships, the stories, the memories yeah. and the joy. And this is what the free challenges are about. I don't mind making myself stupid. You know, another challenge, dressing up like a bunny on a plane, just to create the joy, the memory and make people just Have some fun.
0: Absolutely. You know, here I want to actually just say that I wouldn't call this uh, stupid doing this. This is beautiful. And we had this discussion, a bit of this discussion in our previous episode about content creation and the people on uh, social media. Uh, This is something beautiful because you're doing a crazy thing that explores the destination. You're getting to know people. uh, Whereas we see a lot of other people doing the stupid stuff uh, which have you know zero maybe uh, value to your life or to their life even and uh, maybe they, they get the same amount of uh, followers and likes and engagement so what you doing is I would say it's something beautiful that's how you explore the destination and you let us explore it with
2: you which is which is what's beautiful about it and that's uh, increasing emphasizing on the fact that she called them friends because I don't think it's kind of it's a bond you know because they're giving, giving you challenges you do them and it's nice because it's also linked to the country I mean milking the cow in Switzerland uh, oh yeah, it's cannot, one of the criteria yeah so uh, I love it because it's also spontaneous for you you don't know what to expect when you going to go there. Uh yeah. it's not like a basic uh um, where to go to this restaurant or this hotel or this monument. You're doing something an activity. yeah i mean you find a lot i mean that's beautiful
0: also to do recommendations and all of that but you won't find this type of content i would say uh anywhere just to do something you know crazy that's related to the culture
2: absolutely
1: um can i say something i think my friends not followers there is a huge variety they're all ages and types and um very often i come across people who suffer bullying and then here i am in front of, I don't know, 30,000 so people dressed like a bunny inside a plane, in the airport, or even sometimes from from the restaurant. Cool. And then I was like, aren't you ashamed? But it actually made me think about this. Uh, brings me back to when I was uh, you know a teenager and I was so afraid to have fun because of what people would think of me. Wow. And I think showing this, that it's natural, that you can do what makes you happy right. and just enjoy it and live in the moment and have that joy without being overly concerned because w- w- why do people have to do with the way you're dressed and the way you're having fun if you're really genuinely having fun and i think i connect a lot with people who exactly may have suffered from it
0: exactly and i think today uh we seeing a lot of people doing way worse than just dressing as uh, a bunny and enjoying an experience that's related to a travel we're seeing crazy stuff, so I think you're not doing uh, anything out of this world. We're actually doing something that's entertaining and introduces people and the people who follow you uh,
2: to a lot of uh, cultural things. Um, I mean, she's having fun. She's not harming anyone. I uh, just think she, she should just go, go for what she likes to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think she has, uh, she has one life. She shouldn't worry about anyone, uh, what they have to say. Well, exactly. Laïs, your
0: least favorite uh, (laughs) (laughs) destination? Although I know you have more about the flight or aircraft itself but at least favorite destination. Well
1: I do have I I did have a very negative experience frustrating experience uh, when going to Kathmandu once and for some reason I keep talking to people and it seems like it's common so I don't know what's happening.
0: Okay (laughs) Uh, I I, I can agree and I I can talk a bit about it but yeah go (laughs)
1: I have at least five friends who've been to Kathmandu and they always got into some sort of frustrating experience Um, actually I flew to Kathmandu as a hack (laughs) because uh, flying from Kathmandu straight into Rio was much cheaper than flying from Dubai so I was like okay here I go I'm going to Nepal just for a day and then coming back and I couldn't get out (laughs) first of all I got there I was supposed to go into transit and come back on the same plane and You know, immigration didn't let me. They closed and I got stuck. So I said, okay, let's make the most of it. Let me be the positive person that I like being. Let's explore Kathmandu, a new culture. Let's make the best of it. Okay, so I spent 24 hours extra. I went to the airport. Then my plane couldn't land. And that was Why? such a, because there was a lot of fog. You know, Kathmandu airport is yeah. very famous for, you know, difficult landings. But the problem was every other airline was landing except my <laughs> And I'm like, this is about me. So that was like 11 p.m. And wow. uh, so mind you, on the way back, I was a business class passenger. And here we are all sleeping in the floor of the airport like extremely uncomfortable situation was so hard there was nothing there was no water there was no food and I had to wait until 2 p.m. so I went to the airport at 10 p.m. and I was there (laughs) until 2 p.m. on the next day My aircraft finally lands when it lands, there is a problem in the engine. And I'm like, w- what is this trip is cursed. Okay. So now there was nothing understandable. with the destination itself, but everything that happened, it was extremely frustrating and therefore I do not even consider going back.
0: Wow. Yeah, un- understandable. I mean, the uh, Nepalese will, uh, won't be uh, upset. Oh, <laughs> I have a
1: lot of Nepali friends and friends not followers and colleagues from work and they're very sweet and they're like, no, please give us another chance. I said, let's keep things as they are. <laughs> it's a beautiful destination. A lot of Maybe people. later on. Exactly. Maybe.
0: Pukhara is amazing. I love it. Uh, but yeah, Kathmandu, I did not have also a very good experience at it, but it's
2: okay I mean some other people I'm sure they had a good experience I think that was a long message like uh, take a break from Kathmandu (laughs) you had so many signs (laughs) I think you can wait a few years exactly (laughs) exactly Exactly. tip for the travelers
0: uh, being uh, in terms of uh, I don't know packing your stuff uh, booking ticket Any tip you can think of?
1: Uh, Look, I don't I don't know. I don't have any super well kept secret. Um, I think obviously one thing that I leverage a lot is uh, with miles. uh, I collect as much as I can, which means I am. And sometimes I get in trouble. You may have seen on the account. (laughs) I am a cashless person. I do not use cash. I only use credit card and obviously I pay my bill on the day because otherwise it becomes a very expensive business exactly. which no one no one That's wants to find. That's a good upon. financial
0: tip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, but why are you going to use cash or transfer and get zero points out of it when you can use your credit card, which is the same, and then get have the miles too? So I'm very like um, intentional on what kind of bills I pay with what kind of credit card to get the miles. So that's, I think, first and foremost is like ground rule. Um, I think in terms of getting... Obviously, by now, I love flying premium class and I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a rich person. So how do I do that is uh, one of the things that everybody should consider is not flying from the hub of the airline. Mm. So if I want to fly, you know, business or first, I most probably will not buy the ticket if it's uh, I don't know if it's uh in in germany i would not fly out of frankfurt right (laughs) and and so i think you get the message (laughs) (laughs) so i keep that's why i keep flying around a lot to start my travel somewhere else. okay that's a good tip yeah, and I think you you talked about packing. I think now travel became something so natural to me. Like I said, I walk out of the office, I drive to the airport and I take a plane somewhere. <laughs> so sometimes I don't even bring anything. So um, I think like lo- during my latest trip to Japan, I actually show it to everybody and I used every single piece of luggage in there. Yeah. Um, and I had exactly five and I used all of them because I know what goes with what and yeah. what connects. Uh, so yeah, I think from being an amateur travel in the past that I oh what if what if and have a lot of choices I don't need that anymore as long as you That's have a jacket that you can change around yeah, so yeah. I, I, I always travel with one backpack only. yeah
0: I wish I can say the same never I'm yeah. like a heavy uh, packer if I can say we
2: are, we are what if packers <laughs> yeah, yeah what if you
0: know what if I need this also piece what if I am I'm gonna wear this uh, Lais, um, COVID-19 must have been really hard on you because you couldn't travel. What did you do?
1: Um, yeah, I think we were all in this together. No one was traveling. And um, the good thing is I had a bit more free time because uh, apart from the fact that I couldn't travel, uh, at my work, we're all on unpaid leave too. Um, so I remember just being a time... I actually have found memories from COVID-19 period uh, on how much fun I had with the friends, not followers. We're all in this together. And there was so many memes going around to help us with our mental health and just keep up our spirits because we didn't see the light in the end of the tunnel right away, right? So I look back and I see that as a joyful time of connecting with them and just being silly on the internet um, and obviously connecting with close friends from Dubai. Um, It was a good time of bonding within our church community. I'm a Christian. Um, And it was all about the travel updates. When, and I could post that as my content, right? When are we gonna have the first flight? And obviously, I was on the very first Emirates A380 flight to London, which I did a turnaround. Back then, um, UK was not open. There was a lot of restrictions. So uh, my first flight on COVID was to there and back on the same plane that's amazing
0: that's interesting Uh, so I think uh, that's it uh, for today Uh, it was really amazing uh, having you Uh, that's really inspiring first of all let me tell you that I love your positivity your energy like when you talk you just uh, uh, as energetic as you seem on uh, on your account so uh, keep that beautiful spirit and keep traveling and let us travel with you uh, through your stories and your posts. So thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: That was uh, amazing having
2: you. This is amazing to turn something uh, so bad into a passion and to be able to to build onto it. I would have maybe never been able to do that. Exactly. And uh, just to spread positive uh, vibes, positive, yeah. positive energies i mean no words i'm uh, i'm glad to have people like you on social media and uh, i hope you guys enjoyed our episode and uh, please don't forget voc- don't forget to subscribe thank you
1: thank you thank you